Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Off the Beaten Podcast, the pod that takes an intimate look at the city and people of Chicago. I'm Dion, your host, and this is episode 15 of our Napod Pomo journey down Western Avenue, the longest street in Chicago. So let's get right to it, okay? So we are now at the intersection of West 25th Street and Southwestern Avenue. Okay, now, wait. When you put that into Google Earth, you have to put Chicago with it also. Coincidentally, there's an intersection in Los Angeles with the exact same address, and that happens to be the Google Earth default. Actually, here's a quick homework assignment for you faithful listeners. Compare the West 25th and Southwestern Avenue in Los Angeles with the one in Chicago. Tell me what differences you notice and be sure to check them both out in 3D. I promise you it takes enjoyment of Google Earth to the next level. Now, once you check out both intersections, drop a comment on our Facebook page or whichever social media you use and let us know what you see. Remember, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also our website, and you can also drop us an email at beingsillyinthecity at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 312-488-9068. So the first place I want to point out on our little journey today, right? We're just going one mile uh, as we've been doing so far up Western. Um, I want to point out this business right up in front of us on the left, and that's Working Bikes. Working Bikes is a bike shop slash nonprofit, and according to their website, they give donated bicycles new life by redistributing them as tools of empowerment in local and global communities. Since its inception in 1999, the amazing community of Working Bikes volunteers, staff, partners, and supporters have enabled new life for 100,000 bicycles across the globe and tens of thousands here in Chicago. Over 100,000 people have been empowered to access resources and opportunities that otherwise could have been out of reach and also reducing waste, lessening pollution, and improving health in the process. Now, as an avid bicyclist, I'm a huge fan of working bikes and the work that they do. The reality, especially here in Chicago, is that not everyone can afford a car. Some of the most expensive real estate you're gonna find in Chicago is parking space. And as someone who bikes very frequently in warm weather, someone who also does sometimes and has in the past bikes for work, it's just like, you know, if you can't afford that car and um, the reality is that the prices of public transportation can sometimes also be cost prohibitive. Uh, having a bike, even though, you know, it's obviously not for everyone, can be a great way just to get around in your neighborhood, just to go, you know, visit friends, and then sometimes to get from point A to B uh, during the business day. And so I'm a huge fan of the work they do. Uh, and I would encourage you to go check out their website, right? They have a retail store, service department, and they also accept local uh, donations, uh, Uh, donations for international usage and they also have a volunteer program so please go check them out and we're going to continue sauntering right on by working by wave as you go by (laughs) and there's one other feature that i definitely want to point out to you and that's going to be to our to our left which is going to be the west side of western kind of a few blocks over but uh this neighborhood is called douglas park 
Douglas Park is a neighborhood that revolves around a huge park and which we've seen that uh, a few times already in our journey, right? So it sits inside of the North Lawndale community area. If you've listened to previous episodes, you should totally be hip to the neighborhood versus community area difference, right? Even though I use those words interchangeably, according to the city, they mean very different things. So let's start talking uh, about the park very briefly. Um, I, I've been to this park many times and I'll tell you why in a minute, but uh, the park, Douglas Park for 151 years, which it was named and commissioned uh, ago. That's how old this park is. Uh, the park was named after uh, Senator Stephen A. Douglas, who was a pre-American Civil War U.S. Senator. Um, you, you've probably at least knew, you know heard about him, learned about him in school because of the Lincoln-Douglas debates and all those things. If you're kind of sitting there going, I don't know who that is. I don't know. Okay, then just Google him. Trust me. It'll be fine. <laughs> However, more importantly, it's just this year in 2020. After many years of work by advocates and activists, a lot of them young, um, in some cases, high school and middle school age, the park was renamed Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S Park, right? Douglas Park for abolitionist Frederick Douglas and his wife, Anna Murray Douglas. This was a great victory um, for activism here in the city. uh, And I'm, I'm super excited about it. It's long overdue. I will include an article about that in the episode notes. Definitely take a look at it uh, so you can kind of see the background and the arguments behind this change. Now, for me personally, as silly as it is, the most significant fact about Douglas Park, second, second to the name change uh, for me, is that it is the home of Riot Fest. Cue the music. So Riot Fest is an annual three-day music festival based here in Chicago uh, and is now housed, homed, hosted uh, at Douglas Park. Riot Fest specializes in rock, punk, alternative rock, and hip-hop music. I've seen everyone at Riot Fest from uh, uh, Wu-Tang Clan to the B-52s to the village people <laughs> to Slayer is like the you know it's just like a who's who of performances I've seen I think over the last five or maybe even six years at Riot Fest. But the festival was known for booking reunions. That's when like bands who've broken up or don't tour anymore get back together. Like the Village People, I saw the Village People at Riot Fest. Um, guest performances and also full album performances. So like bands who get together and they'll play like oh this is the album that made us stars and they'll play it from front to back or in the case of cypress hill play it from back to front while smoking copious amounts of marijuana which was a once in a lifetime experience so it was great if you haven't uh (laughs) and if you haven't heard it i encourage you to go back and listen to episode three of the podcast where i recapped ride fest 2019 with jessica lipon who was a bartender at the event she's also a very accomplished musician and a friend of mine and also check out episode six with sarah toll uh sarah is the owner of mad unicorn eats and i actually met her at riot fest uh and that was right around the time i was starting the podcast so that comes up in our conversation as well 
I already have my tickets to Riot Fest 2021, which will be a four day festival next year with Thursday being like a preview night with some exclusive special performances. Um, and it's supposed to be like a thank you for those people who bought their tickets for 2020. And obviously that didn't pan out. <laughs> But they were like, if you keep your, you know, keep the tickets and, you know, let us keep the money. We got something special for you. So I'm super excited about that. I'm over the moon about it, you know. So if you want to be in my Riot Fest posse, get at me. However, you can't be pit shy, right? Um, I get into the pit uh, all like all day and half the night at Riot Fest. So if that's not your thing, you can't be in my Riot Fest posse. I already have two people in the posse who are not pit people. That's my limit. I can't take any more. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Finally, not far off of Western Avenue to the east of us is the National Museum of Mexican Art. I've been to this museum on several occasions, most recently as a part of a poetry camp, and I had a great time. They have great exhibits. It's a beautiful space, um, and it's actually kind of like in the middle of a park itself. So I highly encourage you to check it out when you're in the neighborhood. I don't know if they're open uh, during COVID, but if not, as soon as you know um, we're able to kind of be in enclosed spaces again i encourage you to go check them out there's also some really cool cafes and some great restaurants right around the museum as well so be sure to you know check some of that out as well and that you know we're going to keep sauntering but that really brings us to the end of this one mile stretch i hope you enjoyed it um as always i want to thank you for listening i appreciate you all i appreciate all the feedback it has been fabulous also be sure to subscribe uh whichever podcast app you're using right now hit that subscribe button or the little check mark or the little uh plus sign if you're using stitcher and then every time a new episode drops you'll you'll get it automatically you'll know and you'll be ready to listen to it on your way to work or as you're sauntering from your bedroom to your living room to work during COVID you're like me or what have you also share this with at least one friend I'm always trying to grow the community and I always want to hear uh, I want to hear new people hearing and so that's great and I want to make sure we continue growing that and if you have a few extra moments please take some uh, time just to rate and review I discovered recently a uh, stitcher has redone that their platform they now launched they no longer or no current and currently they don't allow rating and reviewing. So if you have an iPhone or access to iTunes, please go on Apple iTunes, or Apple podcast now and drop me a rate or review, or you can go to podchaser.com slash off the beaten podcast and you can leave a rate and review there. Absolutely appreciate it. It helps get more ears and more eyes on the podcast. And I'm super excited for everything that's coming up in 2021. So we want to keep on growing the click so that we're ready to roll. Okay that's all I have. Until next time, please be good. Do good. I appreciate you guys and I'll see you later. Peace.